Another victorious edition of Get Taxes in Duval. My goodness, the Jaguars, what an impressive victory this past Sunday in London against the Buffalo Bills. Now they get a return trip home where they'll try to win for the first time in Duval alongside Hayes Carline. My name is Rick Ballou. Kind of a low-scoring affair. I thought that it would be maybe first to 30 to win this one on Sunday, Hayes. But the Jaguars find a way to get it done with their really best players coming up big with the game on the line. Uh, your thoughts on that, and also a hello to our sponsor. Yeah, I want to say hello to John Spicklemeyer, Spicklemeyer Insurance Agency. That's who I use for my car insurance. I can't recommend them more. Give them a call, 471 471- 7155. Have them look over your policy and just make sure you're paying an affordable price, what you should be paying. Give him a call, 471 7155. If he can't help you, he'll just say, Keep your policy. I, I can't beat it, but I, why not? Why not have him look at it and see if he can uh, save you some money? He has certainly saved me a bunch of money throughout the years. So, again, Spicklemeyer Insurance Agency, 471 7155. And obviously, Rick, the, the play I thought was the third and four Trevor to Ridley to seal it but it is kind of getting lost as we get deep into deeper into this season man the defense has been great four out of five games which i'm stunned by but i mean they have played winning football that they this team should be four and one uh it's i'm, I'm glad they're three and two i'm glad they've gotten it to three and two uh and won both games in london but I, to me it's almost we get so wrapped up in trevor and understandably so in the offense and uh, but, man, this defense has been, I think, really surprising. The numbers aren't necessarily amazing. They're like 20th in yards. They're 17th on third down. They're 12th in, in points allowed per game. So none of that is like, oh, wow, that you know this is a really good defense in the NFL. But for what we were expecting, they've played winning football 80% of the time. If that carries through, this is going to be a really good team. It has, and I, I think one of the – you know, major conversations we had during the offseason was, can they maintain 20.6 points allowed a year ago? Well, they have. They have it at 20.4, and, and takeaways has been such a uh, a big part of uh, of what they tried to do around here with Mike Caldwell and, you know, talking with Deshae Townsend about this a couple of years ago, the, uh, the passing game coordinator and defensive backs coach, after the Jaguars only had nine takeaways, and you improved the 27. In just one year, and just look at the takeaways, how important they've been so far this year, including in back-to-back weeks, what Darius Williams has done. So, you know, it's incredible. And, and you can look at the overall top-scoring teams, and you could tell me Miami scored 70 and bring up San Francisco and all that, whatever. As far as I'm concerned, the two best-scoring teams in the NFL are Kansas City and Buffalo. And look at what Jacksonville's defense has done against those two teams that is absolutely incredible and i don't even know where to begin they, they really have one pass rusher although Trayvon walker played well last week yeah uh, with four pressures uh the linebacker play Oloakon has been uh, as expected you know lloyd i'm on my way to the jaguars locker room right now hope we will have a better understanding with lloyd i i thought Muma was a little bit better than the pro football focus grades and then the contain has done a, a, a decent job this year, but it it, um, it doesn't strike you as, look at this, this is one of the great Jaguar defenses that uh, that we've seen. It's it's not Saxonville. It's almost like they're silent assassins. You look up and you're, they did that, they did that, they did that. So, yeah, it's, it's really impressive at this point. And then on top of that, Hayes, 
Dewan Smoot is on the come. Devon Hamilton is on the come. Devin Lloyd is on the come. Uh, Antonio Johnson came back. His first snaps only got 10 a week ago, but now he's back. So you look around the league and guys are getting dinged and they're losing player after player. It's the exact opposite here in Jacksonville. These players are beginning to get healthy. Uh, you know, and, and whether or not any of them come back this week or against New Orleans remains to be seen, um, and, and even Pittsburgh for that matter. But certainly after the break, you've got to believe that those guys are going to be 100, 100% ready to go. Yeah, no doubt about it. How do you think the Jaguars will defend Gardner Minshew? <laughs> well, Gardner leaves the pocket early, as we know. And, you know, they got a couple of guys that can run the football now. I think all the attention is going to be on game number two for Jonathan Taylor. But what I hope Jacksonville is able to do is, you know, make them somewhat one-dimensional and, and put the pressure on Gardner Minshew to make him throw and and leave the pocket but you know the last time I talked about that where it felt like they were clearly the favorite everything bottomed out in that loss uh, against Houston so I, I guess if history repeats itself this is going to be a 60-minute ball game I love Jacksonville though they've won seven in a row here in Duval against the Colts they've covered seven in a row here against the Colts and uh Hayes you know it that they're all in one uh, excuse me they're one and all on the road two and all in London they haven't won here so I think this game means everything here they don't have another home game for about 30 days until November 12th against San Francisco uh what would your game plan be on Minshew yeah I I agree with you I I think you you pack everything in because and if he hits you over the top you just tip your cap to him I uh, he we know he's an efficient player he's a high completion guy but he's not an explosive guy. I I would load up to stop the run. The Jaguars have done a very nice job of that this year. They're fifth against the run. But as you talked about, Jonathan Taylor is obviously a superstar, and he's rounding back into form. But this Zach Moss has been a revelation for them. I mean, he's third in the NFL in rushing, averaging five yards a carry, 445 yards, three touchdowns, and they mauled the Titans. Last week, yeah. which I was shocked by. I thought Tennessee would go into Indianapolis, win that game. I was also wrong on the Jaguar game. Uh, but I was stunned in which the manner that the Colts dominated the trenches against a Tennessee team that I think is pretty good uh, along the front there. Uh, t- tough, Usually tough to run on. And Zach Moss just ran right through them. And so uh, it's got to stop. It's it, you got to start with stopping their run. If, if you can slow them down. I'd be surprised if we walk out of the stadium saying, well, Gardner Minshew was just too good. He just beat the Jaguars today. I think as long as they're good handling the ground game, and again, whether it's Taylor or Moss, you've got a problem on your hands in the backfield there. Uh, so I, 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 you know, I, I think they'll slow it down enough. Uh, and and I, you know, when it comes to Gardner, I just, again, I'd play, you know, really aggressive press coverage. And I don't like the Colts receivers. Downs the rookie is... Is has been uh, impressive, and, and they may have something there. I've never been a huge Pittman or Pierce guy, uh, I, so I feel like with the Jaguars, how they like to play, I uh, I mean, I would I would pack them in, and like I said, if they if Gardner beats you over the top, then you just give him the credit. But uh, I'd make it I'd make it awfully difficult to throw those short to intermediate routes, uh, and and give him a space there and. You know, I think the the biggest mismatch. The Colts obviously have the two you know outstanding backs, but the real mismatch that concerns me, Rick, is I don't know how the Jags going to block these guys. They didn't block them yeah. in, in week one, 
And, uh, you know, I don't know, Walker Little, maybe he's able to go. I, we, they got good news on the MRI, so we'll see. But even if he goes, he's not 100%, and he's still getting used to playing left guard. Uh, Fortner and Sheriff are just not physical. So, uh, you know, Stewart and Buckner are going to, you know, blow them off the ball uh, if, if it goes as it did in the opener. So, to me, that's the biggest mismatch in the game for the Jaguars. If they're able to handle that scheme sort of around it, then I think they'll be fine. But, I mean, I wouldn't even try to run up the middle uh, on Sunday. I wouldn't even try it because, to me, you're just wasting a play. You're not going to create a hole against the Colts' interior defensive front. Yeah, and you know, and that's what compliments to uh, to ETN is what second in yards after uh, being hit, and uh, he's made what number one in the league with forcing twenty seven missed tackles. I I agree with you, and, and and you know, I gotta say, I think the biggest problem right now for Trevor Lawrence, who was absolutely outstanding. I mean, look at what he did on third and fourth down. He, he was incredible awesome. in this victory, and he's tough, and he held in the pocket. But for a second consecutive year, he fumbles the football. And he was number one for quarterbacks and fumbles lost in the 2022 season. And these fumbles weren't all his fault a couple of days ago. But you still have to protect that ball. And if you're getting that amount of pressure from this Indianapolis Colts defensive line, that could be a problem in this game. That whole turnover to takeaway ratio could be the major difference when it's all said and done. So, you know, I'm hoping – that they're able to come out with somewhat of a balanced attack. Obviously, if they do have success running the football, uh, that'll nullify that, but or at least to some extreme. But you know, I think this is going to be a great game. And I and I tell you, so I, I'm going to obviously do it in a professional manner. I'm not going to bait them, but I'm going to ask these players um, when I get an opportunity to talk with them today. How aware are you that you haven't won here? How aware are you that if you don't win here Sunday again, you got to wait another month? Because you're going out on the road, and you know these guys have so much on their mind that it, that may be petty to them, but it's hard to believe that they won an Indy, they won twice in London, and they can't win here. And this is another game where they're going to be anywhere to four and a half, five, five and a half point favorite. They're expected to win. Most people are going to pick them to win. It, does it put more pressure on them? What, why? I mean, Kansas City's a great team. We get that. The Houston thing was just awful, but I. I wonder if it's just another game, another divisional game, or if they feel there's a little extra pressure to try to get one done here in Duval. It's a great point, and I also think there's pressure because of the stakes involved in the game. If you beat the Colts Sunday, you get the season sweep, you go a game up. I almost think that you you throw knockout blow is probably too strong, but the Colts are in real trouble if they lose Sunday. In my opinion, because if Trevor Lawrence stays healthy throughout the whole season, I just don't know that the Colts can make up two games on the Jaguars. I don't know that they're good enough to do that. Uh, And and the Jaguars have a difficult schedule, but I still think that that's that's going to be a very tough road for the Colts. So you almost can throw a haymaker on one of the three that you're competing with in in the division by getting the season sweep. And so, you know, I think there's some pressure there in, in terms of being able to take advantage of that, show some killer instinct, and uh, in, in beat a team that obviously is going to be, they're going to be ready. You beat them in their house five, six weeks ago. So obviously, you know, the Colts are going to be ready for the game. Minshew, obviously, former Jaguar, he's going to be fired up. He's going to be locked in. I mean, it's, it's a difficult challenge. I think the line is right. 
because I think the Jaguars are going to win the game, but I think it's a, a 27-23, and maybe that's even too high. Maybe it's more of a, a 24-20 kind of game, but uh, you know, I, I, I think the Jaguars get it done, but I, I do think it comes right down to the wire, and I do think there's pressure on them to play well in front of the fans, and it's going to be, I think, the boos are going to come early. If, if the Jaguars yeah. don't get off to a good start in this game, I think because of the Chiefs, and the Texans' embarrassment, the Chiefs' loss, and then the Texans' embarrassment. I, you know, I think the fans are going to get on them pretty quick, which is al- always an uncomfortable uh, situation for the home team. Yeah, and they did their part last week by putting up those eleven points uh, early, and you know that's always been a, a big, uh, a big sticking point uh, for me when it comes to try to figure out what's going on with this team. And you know, I just don't know what to make of it. I, I I'm, I've missed twice. In, in five games, me too. So far this year, yeah. yeah. I had them blowing out Houston, and yeah, and I had them uh, losing last week to Buffalo, and and this is what you and I do full time, and I couldn't have been more wrong. So, yeah, right now the forecast is is pretty easy. It, it looks like an obvious uh, Jaguars victory, but yeah, that's why they play the games. I mean, when you look at this and you see Trevor Lawrence against Gardner Minshew in Jacksonville, how can you not pick the Jaguars? Right. <laughs> yeah. but crazier things have happened I, right. I do like the fact that Indy hasn't won here in a long time yeah yeah and, and and again it is Gardner Minshew who is a really good backup but when you when you've got all week to prepare to me what makes Minshew special is he can come off the bench cold in the second quarter go right in there and it's like th- this is what they were going to do all week he goes in there and, and he'll he'll complete a high percentage I think when you know all week you're going to see him it limits how good he is. Yeah. And so I do I do think it's an advantage that Richardson's on IR. There's no mystery in this. They don't have to spend any time preparing for Anthony Richardson. I think if it was a situation where it was he's questionable, is he gonna we'll know an hour and a half before kick if Richardson's gonna start. I think it gets harder for Mike Caldwell to have his team prepared for Minshew. I think knowing all week you're gonna see him. I think it limits how effective he can be because he, he is a limited player. I mean, let's just be honest. He's a good player. He's a great backup, but he is limited as a starter when the opponent knows that's who they're going to see. Yeah, and and you know what he does. He, he leaves the pocket early. He's very high percentage uh, passer when it comes to uh, to dinking and dunking the football. But the you know the ability to to really stretch defenses is is obviously limited here uh, with Gardner Minshew. I I, I think if they pull off the upset. They're going to want to try to slow some things down and, and really extend some drives. So uh, I think Jacksonville's in a real good position right now. Yeah, they're a little bit nicked up uh, now offensively. I, I think they can, you know, win this game this week without Zay Jones. We'll know for sure what exactly is going on uh, with Walker Little. I hate that story, but it's been proven again that, that Tyler Shatley is Mr. Reliable. You can just plug that man in and, and he's going to get the job done for you at no matter what position he's playing. And obviously this week it will be uh, left guard. So, you know, I, 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 I haven't checked the weather yet. I have no idea what that's going to be like. Uh, that whole heat issue, though, is gone, obviously. Uh, this just becomes uh, a normal football game where, you know, the biggest concern, I guess, would be the wind. But uh, I've looked at this every possible way, and I think the Jaguars win this game. I wouldn't bet it. I wouldn't touch it because it could end up being a field goal game. I mean, uh, I, I guess I'd pick like a 23-20 yeah. type of contest with the Jaguars winning it. 
and that's fine. That's good enough. That's three in a row and puts you in first place before you get the short week to go on out to New Orleans. Yeah, I, I agree, and uh, that that's that's the kind of the game I see. I think the Jaguars get the win. It'll be a huge win in terms of defending the AFC South crown. And uh, but it's it's not going to be an easy game. And r- really, I mean, if you look down their schedule, they may not have an easy game until they get to the Panthers at the very end. Uh, so I mean, it's 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 tough, and and we'll continue to break that uh, down. And uh, you know, we're also getting to the trade deadline uh, maybe on next week's uh, show because. That's a rapidly approaching as well uh, on October 31st. But uh, but this has been fun, as always. Uh, again, John Spicklemeyer, give him a call, 471-7155. He has saved me hundreds of dollars when it comes to car insurance. I, every six, I pay it every six months. Every six months, I get a bigger bill. And I call John and his team, and I say, hey, can you guys shop this and see if you can get me a lower rate? And he does. Uh, they're fantastic. Spicklemeyer Insurance Agency, give him a call at 471 471- 7155. Make sure you're not paying too much for car insurance. And uh, Rick, it's been a pleasure as always, and it'll be fun uh, seeing how the Jaguars respond. Big challenge mentally coming back from London. Have to battle through that fatigue and be sharp to beat a good Colts team. Uh, going to be a lot of fun this week, no doubt, about, no doubt about it, down at the bank. Of course, kickoff scheduled for one. Folks, we always love your comments, okay? Uh, please send them to us. You can get me at Baloo1010XL on Twitter. How about you, Hayes? Yeah, please reach out at Hayes Carlion. Folks, as always, it is appreciated. Again, reach out to us, and we'll talk with you next time right here on Death, Taxes, and Duval. I want to be I want to be